Hey everybody, welcome to Notes with Goats podcast. I am Steve. And I am healthier than you. You definitely are healthier than me. I've got stupid Christmas cold. Yeah. So right. um it happens. I mean, it's holidays. Why not be sick? Um, Absolutely. You know, going on vacation pretty soon here, and why not actually just feel like garbage leading up to that? For sure. Not that I'm like, you know, in the midst of like trying to potentially sell my house and right. then um, you know, like finish training at work. Yeah. Uh what else yeah. are we doing right now? Going on vacation. All sorts of stuff. There's all kinds of shit going on. Like, There's all kinds of it, man. Like stuff I can't talk about. Um, right. Other things that should I should talk about, but I probably shouldn't. Right. Um, d- dude, I mean, it's a great time of the year to get fucking sick, especially because like yeah. kids are still in school right now. Mm-hmm. I, th- I believe with the timing of this one, kids are still in school. I um, think so. Uh, then, no, no, not no, ours. Ours, ours are off next week. Ours are off at this point because this, yeah. this is the Sunday after they are off. So stupid. I don't get it. I really uh, don't. Man, you know what? They're go back like January second. New, New Year's Day. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, New Year's Day. Bye bye. See you. Yeah. No, I I don't. I mean, I I think I prefer that than like the kids that go back on like January seventh or something silly. Which I think is most of the rest of the western part of Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, as somebody who used to work in the service industry, like when the kids would come in, like in like the first week of January, because they didn't have yeah. school and their parents would bring them like to do things, and like it was dumb. Um, yeah. you were busy for no reason. Like right. it just was. I don't know, man. And like, I don't know. I don't hate it. I you know I, as as I get older and older, like this time of the year, just like I'm I'm like by like December fifteenth, I'm like, all right, can we just be done now? Yeah, like I'm Christmas out for sure. Like and now that it starts like October twenty third, um, yeah, it just it just seems like a lot, for sure. And I don't know, I don't, I just don't get it. I think I'm, maybe I'm just like in the mood of Scrooge right now, so I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, hey, that's all right. It happens, but today it is not a Scrooge day. Today is, is a amazing day of instrumental beauty. It's gonna well, be, just, it's beautiful. Mostly instrumental, yeah. Well, there's a little bit of talking here and there, I guess. A little bit. Know. Yeah, you know, one of those things. So, uh, Brandon, who or what are we talking about today? We are talking about um, a, a, a a Siberian orchestra where all of its members are trans. Steve, I'm sorry, that was a stupid joke. <laughs> I saw that on TikTok, and I'm like, I gotta do oh, that. That's funny, man. That was that will upset some people. Yeah. But it's funny. So I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. So guys, we are talking about uh the Trans Siberian Orchestra and their album, The Lost Christmas Eve. So yes. Steve, we have gone a significant distance. Actually, look at let me think about this. Ooh, all right. Ooh. Just just over, Steve. 
three oh just over 300 episodes between huh? the last time we did this band and this time oh they were first they were the first year 304 episodes yep episode 18 guys of uh the 12 pods of christmas uh, we somewhere talked about tso um mm-hmm. because because that was so long ago and i'm not even sure we did a ton of backstory on artists back then um I'll no just, it wasn't as much as now yeah not as much as what we do now um i'll get into some background um on this artist um we some of it we probably covered we may have covered but it's been 304 episodes so mm-hmm. let's you know whatever let's get into it steve so trans-siberian orchestra also known as tso american rock band founded in 1996 by producer and uh, composer and lyricist paul o'neill uh, who brought together um, John Olivia and L. Al Petrelli, um, who were uh, both members of um, Sabotage, uh, and keyboardist and co-producer uh, Robert Kinkle uh, to form the core of the the team around Trans Siberian Orchestra. Um, they gained popularity when they began touring in 1999 um, after completing their second album called The Christmas Attic. Um, uh, in uh, in 1998, mm-hmm. um, in in 2007, Washington Post referred to them as an arena rock juggernaut, and described their music as Pink Floyd meets Yes and the Who at Radio City Music Hall, which makes yes. sense, 100. Yep. percent um, TSO has sold more than 10 million concert tickets and over 10 million albums. The band has released a series of rock operas, Christmas Eve and Other Stories, The Christmas Attic, Beethoven's Last Night, The Lost Christmas Eve, which we're talking about today, um, yep. their two their two disc, Night Castle, and Letters from the Labyrinth. Um, TSO is also known for their extensive charity work um, and um, elaborate concerts, which include string section, um, a light show, lasers, uh, moving trusses, video screens, and effects uh, synchronized to the music. Um, both Billboard Magazine and Polestar um, have ranked uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra as one of the top 25 ticket-selling bands in the first decade of the new millennium. Mm-hmm. Their path to success was unusual uh, in that, according to one of the, the original um, guys, Paul O'Neill, uh, TSO is the first major rock band to go straight to theaters and arenas, having never played at a club, um, never having an opening act, and never being an opening, uh, never having an opening act, and never being an opening act. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so Paul O'Neill managed and produced the rock bands. Um, other than Trans Siberian Orchestra, uh, bands include Aerosmith, mm-hmm. Humble Pie, uh, Humble Pie. ACDC, Joan Jett, and the Scorpions. Um, he, um, let's see, um, no tour, obviously, we're uh, jumping ahead here. No tour happened in two, uh, 2020 um, due to a certain something that may have happened in the world. That um, I definitely don't have. Yeah, for sure. Um, the band in, instead, Steve, I don't know if you you guys watched this at all. I know that we did, but the band um, played an online live stream performance. Dude, I watched at your house. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Because you guys bought it. Yes. Or your mother-in-law, somebody bought it. Yep, yep, yep. 
Christmas Eve and other they did the performance of Christmas Eve and other stories um December 18th of 2020 um and then returned to the stage in 2021 um with that same Christmas Eve and other stories show so uh yeah it was definitely interesting kind of being downstairs in my basement with the with them on the TV and the it's just a it was just weird um, yeah, I mean, it was cool. It wasn't as it wasn't as like you saw them live, but um, it was it was still cool to see it streamed. And uh, mm-hmm. we watched it. I think we came over and watched it the second time after it was taped because you guys watched it live and it was glitchy. It, yeah, we did watch it live and it was it was very glitchy. And, and I don't we think came they... over after because you had like family and craziness over there. And I was like, I'm not bringing my kids to that because hmm. yeah. um, and you were just like, good idea. Uh, so we yeah. came over like a couple nights later and watched it with the kiddos and um it was better because it was like mastered it wasn't it wasn't it was taped at that point right absolutely for sure yeah it was definitely a lot better that 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 next time when they got it figured out so steve before we jump into this album a little bit i've got um our our question of the day uh monthly spotify listeners how many monthly spotify listeners do you think trans-siberian orchestra has that question did you put this in november or december I well hold on let me let me you know that's a very good question Steve you know because I will let me I will do it I will do it right your now. live numbers I will do live numbers let's see um because I think that's a considerable difference it might not be uh I mean yeah significantly so I'm gonna lowball I think I don't know I might not be lowballing I'm gonna lowball. I'm gonna go seven point four million. You you're not lowballing. I'm um, not. You Wait, over I... you overshot. Um, by a lot. Just, just over five million. Oh, okay, not too bad. I was but, thinking between five and ten. But when I pulled this in November, they're like three. Steve, they didn't even hit a million. Yeah, I didn't think so. Six hundred and forty thousand. That's why I asked because we pulled it in. If you pulled it any month besides besides December, this time, then, right? I mean, or late November, I think too. You might be able to get a pull. Yeah. But if you pull it in December, they're going to definitely pull a lot yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I sure. think I listen. I listened to a like a playlist the other day, and I think three of their tracks were on the playlist because For sure. it was there. Yep. Absolutely. So, Steve, this is when I'm going to get a tad bit long winded. Of um, course. Yeah, a little bit more long-winded than normal, which is not really usual because I'm not really terribly long-winded. Um, not usually. But The Lost Christmas Eve, guys, uh, 24 songs, just about an hour and 15 minutes. Album mm-hmm. was released October 12th, 2004. Um, so whenever the band was off uh, the road, um, they would always return to the studio. And then in 2004, they completed this album, Lost Christmas Eve, which is the final installment of their Christmas trilogy. Now... I'm going based on Wikipedia here, Steve, but I'm going to share the story of this album and what they said this album is. So this is where I always kind of messed up. Yeah. So here, here we go for the lost Christmas Eve. Go ahead. The lost Christmas Eve is a final installment of TSO's Christmas trilogy. The record continues the tradition of its two predecessors by telling a musical tale of loss and redemption, this one encompassing a rundown hotel, an old toy store, a blues bar, a gothic cathedral, and their respective inhabitants, whose destinies are intertwined by a single enchanted evening in New York City. The story starts with a teardrop of infinite sorrow 
falling from the heavens toward a businessman with uh, who 40 years prior had abandoned his newborn son um, to a state-run institution and how there is something about Christmas Eve that allows humans to correct mistakes who have made uh, they have made in their lives. In this symphonic tale, God's youngest angel is once again sent on a mission to bring his Lord, bring his Lord the name of the person who best continued his son's work on earth. However, unlike his other journeys, this angel could only use his wings twice, once when he descended on earth and once more when he left. Looking for a likely place to search, the angel decided to land in New York City. As soon as he touched the ground, he notices a street performer weaving a story uh, about an uh, imperial about the imperial wizard's ball of of winter to a group of children. He then entered a hotel, and as he enters the ballroom, he encounters inhabitants from the future and the past. Then he leaves and walks into a blues club where the jazz band is playing music. Eventually, the whole bar gets together and starts singing along with the band, except for one man who leaves without a word, refusing to be involved in this yuletide cheer. The angel noticed that this man left a trail of blood. The blood came from a wound in the man's soul combined with unwept tears that only an angel could see. As he followed this man, who had been walking home from work, the angel peered into the man's heart to find the reason behind the man's wounded soul. As the angel delved into the man's post or past, he saw that uh, he had not always hated Christmas and in fact loved it like any other child. His family was a good Christian one, and he had been taught that all men are created in God's image. He eventually got married, and his wife begot, uh, became pregnant. On the night of the birth, um, things were going as planned and normal. However, the man had noticed that there were many doctors rushing to his wife's room, and there were none leaving. The doctor told him that during the birth, she had hemorrhaged, and that, unfortunately, they were unable to save her. When a nurse, in an effort to console him, gave him his son who had survived, the infant appeared sickly. The doctor explained that because the mother had hemorrhaged uh, blood so badly, the baby had been cut from oxygen for so long that he suffered permanent brain damage. He would be unable to function as a normal person in adulthood and would be lucky if he learned to walk. Enraged by this outcome, the man screamed towards heaven that if Man is made in God's image that he saw nothing in God, nothing of God in his son. The man gave the baby back to the nurse and asked if the child could be placed uh, into a state facility. After seeing this, the angel let go of the man who did not notice the angel peering into him. He later encountered a young girl dressed in a Russian imperial style winter coat in front of a toy store. The girl claimed that uh, claimed to be staying with her parents at a hotel across the street on the 12th floor in room 24. She asked him if he had any children. The man responded with a short and gruff no, but he knew that he lied. And for the first time in decades, he thinks about him and his son. The man told the girl to go back to her room in the hotel, then called a cab and set off to find his son. Eventually, he arrived at a hospital similar to the one where his son was born and asked about his son. A nurse took him to a room where the nurse, realizing that it had been a while since he had met, since they had met, said, no, but he's a good listener. After so many years, father and son are reunited. The father asked his son to move out of the complex he lived in to stay with him, to which he agreed. They then took a cab to the hotel near the toy store to find the little girl and asked if the asked for the girl's room. However, 
There was no 12th floor at the hotel, nor had there been ever been any children for the entire week. Confused, the man returned to the cab with his son. The man then took out this briefcase and spilled its contents on the sidewalk, including a folder containing his son's possessions, including a picture of his wife as a little girl that he had been that he had never seen before. The son gave a puzzled look to which the man explained that he was going to quit his job and get a job at the hospital where his son worked. The son gleefully smiled when the angel returned to heaven to report to the Lord. The angel at first gave the name of the man's son. And then after a moment of hesitation, added the name of the storyteller, the jazz player and all of the other people he had seen, even the father. It was at this point that the angel realized that everyone continues to work, continues the work of his son when they do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So that's the story behind this album. Um, The album is certified double platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. As of December 2014, Steve, it has sold 2.38 million copies in the United States. I'm not surprised by the sales. Yeah. But kids don't do drugs. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Every time I read a TSO, like, album, like, synopsis, I'm like, yeah. where do you get the good drugs? Because holy cow. Holy like, smokes. Yeah, right. You are, you are on a different level of For drugs. sure. For sure. I mean, I know some yeah. people that like, that like the drugs. Sure. And partake but even they wouldn't have a story worried. like uh, that well they're worried about you yeah i mean they're they they followed along and they're just like what i need some help sir right um, whatever whatever you're on it's it's too strong back off right half the dose there man i i yeah i mean when we did uh christmas eve and other stories um a couple years ago yeah 300 episodes ago or so 300 yeah it was a very similar uh, synopsis, and I read that whole thing, and I felt stupider for doing it. Yeah. I mean, I have, I actually, I think about this now. I have actually, this is the show that I saw live. Yeah. The wife and I went and saw this one live uh, 2016, yeah. 2017? Yeah, handful of years, yeah. Some time ago. We went and saw this one live. This is the first time I've seen them live, Um, and it was awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, it, you don't you don't get all of those things when you're watching it. It's just mostly like lasers, smoke, right? Lasers, fireworks. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those shows where people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna sit super close up to the front of the show," and it's just like, "No, no, you want to be up and back." Yeah, you want to see that. We sat in the nosebleeds, and it was the best seats ever because absolutely because you get do, not only the stage show, but you get the lights and the lasers. Well, and and at this one. It was the worst. I mean, it was great, but it scared the piss out of me, and I hated it at this point because uh, at the very back of the arena in Grand Rapids, where we saw them, yeah, it's a hockey arena, yeah. so they've got the hockey rink, and the, the stage is all the way at the front part of the arena, and the back of the rink is where like all the seats are. People are sitting down, yeah. but they had this big ass Tesla coil oh. that would like shoot like lightning back and forth. Yeah, but that damn thing was loud. I can imagine like crack and you're like, Oh, they're just what the hell? Yeah. And I mean, I have a little bit of PTSD when it comes to like loud noises and shit. Sure. And yeah, I, I about freaked out. I was like, dude, I don't like it, but no, it was super cool. Um, to see yeah. but you have, you have no idea. 
the the amount of drugs that that story is on while you're on the show. You're just like, yeah, there's so much to watch and like to see. Right. Like I I'm I'm pretty sure I could probably go see these shows every year in the same show, and I would mm -hmm. get something else from it because there's just so much going on. Absolutely, it's like going to like it's it's like going to a theater like to see like Wicked. I've seen right. Wicked four times. Yeah. Every time I see it, I pick up on something else. Yeah. Like something else, I feel like I find something different on it. Like, mm -hmm. but I feel like that with a lot of plays, I go see it like multiple times. Sure. Sure. Except for Book of Mormon. That's usually the same thing every time. Well, yeah. Hilarious is what it is. So good. So funny. It's amazing. But uh yeah, I I um I like it. I I still think that synopsis is, is wicked though, man. It is crazy. It's crazy for sure. So, all right, buddy, let's, let's, uh, let's deep dive into this one, uh, more and talk about our favorite tracks on this album. Yeah. Uh, so go for it. What do you, what do you got for me? What's your favorite track? Dude, I, I went chalk and I went wizards and winter. Okay. It's a great track, man. It, it, we've all heard it. You've Absolutely. all heard it in the last 20 years played. It's been featured in music videos, movies, commercials, played in stores, a part of the Christmas playlist. It's it's probably on a Spotify. It's probably every Spotify playlist It's that comes set through. to people's houses Christmas lights. It, which are awesome. Absolutely. And like have way too much time in their hands. Like I would love to do something like that, but I don't like heights. I mean, today I was painting a ceiling that's 12 feet high and I thought I was going to die. Mm -hmm. Um, But I... It, seriously like it is one of those things that it, this this song will give you goosebumps and also probably a seizure um but you're going to be entertained the whole time mm -hmm. the track is is complete perfect if you don't know tso or you're not familiar with the actual name like trans siberian orchestra don't worry kids no your your redneck dad's not gonna be mad at you for saying trans siberian orchestra no. um as long as you keep the siberian orchestra part of it and you're good um right uh, and to Brandon's joke earlier, which is great. Um, yeah. It, listen to this track because I guarantee you've heard them before. I've heard you've heard this song before, and yep. it's 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 like this is like TSO in a nutshell for me. Yep. I like. What about it. you? I like it. I picked uh, "Wish List," uh, "Toy Shop Madness." Um, this is one of the band instrumental tracks on this album, and it's such a hidden gem of a track that I just love it so much. Um, so much fun just imagining the toys being super crazy in the toy shop after hours, you know, kind of Toy Story vibing it up. Uh, yeah. But one thing I really liked was how they made a reference um, to the great Hungarian composer and pianist Franz Liszt, because uh, it's not Wish List as in L-I-S-T, it's L-I-S-Z-T. Um, so uh, I think naming this the way that they did and then using the piano, which was this composer's main instrument, um, was absolutely intentional, super fun to listen to. Um, and just the amount of hours it must have taken to get that absolutely perfect, I could not even imagine. Um, so that one for me, uh, Wishlist Toy Shop Madness was my favorite. Steve, I know that we have a game, but let's do one more category here before we do that and talk about our least favorite tracks. Got it. So here is my least favorite track, and I picked Different Wings. Uh, this is the second to last song on this already long album. And the only reason I chose it is because they are working on landing the plane. You can hear it in the album. They are working on landing the plane with this and the last song, Midnight Clear. Um, I don't think that they needed two slow songs at the end of this thing. 
I think that Christmas Canon Rock and then Midnight Clear did the job justice, and this didn't need to be um, in the mix. Um, and there, there really wasn't a point, in my opinion, to have this track in there. So that one, Different Wings, was my least favorite track. You know, I find that we had that exact discussion when it comes to a lot of Christmas albums. <laughs> like, yeah. That song didn't do anything for this at all. Um, yeah. Except for maybe a couple of them that we have coming up. Uh, that yeah. like I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Um, but no, I, I agree with you on that one. However, mine was not that. Um, okay. I picked Christmas Night in Blue. Rip. More on that later. I'm sure. Um, I don't know if I dislike the song or I really don't like Bruce Springsteen. Okay. I the mean, track that guy itself, does sound, it does, the, it is Bruce Springsteen y. The I can, track itself is not bad, but I get that huge Springsteen vibe and I really can't unhear it. Sure. The only Springsteen Christmas song I like is Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and I got a a good one that actually replaces that this year. When Clarence um, got a new saxophone? Yeah, but I found one that replaces it this year, so I'm okay. I don't need to listen to that one anymore because the one I, I listened to just recently is better. Oh, and it's yeah. funnier. And I mean, it's it's more football-y. Um, right. So more I, on that later, guys. Just, yeah, more on that one later. Um, I literally tried to listen to this song twice. And I all I got was Springsteen the entire time. And it was gross. Like, I just didn't like it. I just eh. I get it. Bruce, Bruce has a weird part. Like, I can state him every once in a while. Middle of July, you know, when he's born in the USA, even though that song's not patriotic at all. Um. Yeah. But other than that, like, that guy's kind of a tool, man. I just don't get it. For sure. For sure. And I I get more and more of, like, somebody's trying to really channel him when you go to that bluesy, like, New Jersey rock. Yeah. And it bugs the piss out of me. So, like, that one I just really just meh. But, again, in the show, that song is really cool. Um. And the yeah. song itself's not bad. Just the guy no, singing yeah, 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 yeah. was super, super feeling Bruce. I get it for sure. All right, so it is time for our our, our game. It uh, is time for our game, Steve. And, and I've been time. doing. There's uh, Steve. I have a theme song. We do. You don't know. You don't know this, but I don't at this point. Um, but there is a theme song. It's not fancy. I basically stole it from another TV show. Um, kind of. Well, okay. I downloaded. I it's a downloaded MP3 that I got I like for free it. off the internet, so it's fine. And I only used like four seconds of it, so it's fine. Um, so guys, here's that theme song. All right, guys. So it's time for Christmas movie trivia. Thank you, Bob Barker and Drew Carey, for providing the theme song. We appreciate rest that. In, um, rest in peace, Bob. Not Drew. He's still with us. Yeah. Um, rest he's in peace. Half, old, of, half of Drew. Like we lost a lot of Drew. I know. He's he's a very small. He's a svelte Drew now. He is a svelte. I need some. I need some more Cleveland Drew, not the L.A. Drew anymore. Huh? Cleveland rocks. That was an awesome show. Um. So this version of the Christmas movie trivia time. It's not a. It's not a trivia quotes or movie quotes this time. Okay. It's actually trivia questions about a couple of different Christmas movies. Interesting. We're going to see if you 
some of the I, one I thought was really funny, and two of them I think you you might get. Okay. Um. All right. First one. What unscripted moment in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation led to actor Chevy Chase breaking his finger? Unscripted. Unscripted. It was. It's in the movie though. Broke. But he broke a finger. Broke a finger. My guess would be two, one of two things, but I'm going to go with the one that I think it is. Okay. I think it's when he's hanging up the Christmas lights and he pushes off the tree. And then so he'll break his finger when he pushes back off the tree and he hits his house on the ladder. Nope, but it's in the, it's in that same regard. OK, he actually when the Christmas lights don't work and he punches the, the plastic sand in the yard. Oh, when he punched the Santa statue, he yeah. broke his finger. Interesting. So that's funny. Same thing, though. I thought that was fun. I was like, oh, look at I that. Like, yeah. question. All right. Now, question number two. I've got three of these, by the way. So okay. question number two. Um, What network first aired a Charlie Brown Christmas in 1965? I mean, there weren't many back then. Really, just like two or three. Uh, three, really. I'm going to go with AB. I'm going to go with ABC. Ah, well, you got one of the three. It was CBS. Oh, okay. CBS. I, was, I mean, it was it was one and they of those. Won, and they did win a primetime Emmy for that as well. Oh, the good best, them. best children's program or something. Great. Another. All right. Question number three. What real life department store does Chris Kringle work in in Miracle on 34th Street? What real life? Real life department store. It's Macy's, right? It is Macy's. Okay. All right. There we go. Made it easy on you. I yeah. thought that was easier. I, like, I was like, yeah. Check it out. I, it's very clever. I liked all of those questions. So I, I try, well, I know how big you are on Christmas movies. So like, oh, I'm like, 100%. I'm going to try to find different fun, like either a fun fact, a quote, like a couple of like name yep. this actor. Yeah. Um, I watched know, National sort of Lampoon's stuff. Christmas Vacation first time of the season just a couple of days ago. And uh, um, the, the bonus kid was like, what are you watching? And I was like, I don't quite no it's you fine. need to watch this it's okay shit or yeah. full shit or full yeah, you know pretty much no yeah, that's the thing it's like you have to like that's a yeah. it's a classic that's when you Poor have to unfortunate watch cat getting burnt under the sure. i was actually going to ask you um the, the one of the questions i had that i didn't pick was um what are the two presidents the two presents that aunt evelyn brings to christmas oh i wouldn't have even I don't even know if I would have even gotten one it of them up. was the, one of them was the cat. It wasn't it was the, the box with a cat in it. Yeah, and the other one was a box with Jello. Oh yes, the I'm Jello like, mold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. In there. Nope. Yep. It. So that was there. But uh, all right. So um, it is time then for our deep cut, Dark Horses. So I know what yours is going to be already. So I'm going to go with mine. Sounds good. I picked Christmas in Canyon Rock. That's great. It's a great one. So to take Canon in D, which is typically a wedding song. Um, it's very slow. It's not, it's it's a very like classic orchestra type song. And then to mm-hmm. rock it out seems like a hard task, but like as you listen to TSO, they make this incredibly difficult track or like arrangement look effortless mm-hmm. um it's a great way to start kind of winding down the album and that choir gave me freaking chills but 
it's always the guitar work is super duper clean. It leaves you in awe. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. The album should have ended with that. Mm -hmm. It should have been done like that. Yeah, like you. Well, you, I I, I like I liked that, and then ending with like Midnight Clear, but not. Yes. We didn't need. Like I like how it kind of tapered off, but it just kept going. It just kept going, and it's that yeah. it was like Canon and Christ, Christmas and Canon Rock was so good mm -hmm. that you're like you got Witches of Winter near the top, and then you got you, you could just you could run it, and that's gonna run right through, and then you're just gonna sit, yep. and then maybe have one like you said. Midnight clear at the end of it, and that just gives you your kind of your your foray get the hell out. Yeah, but it just it was so good, and then they just then it was just like okay, I got three more tracks. Like what the shit? Yeah, we got yeah yeah, one hundred percent. All right, go ahead with tell me how wrong I'm about this blues one. No, you're no no no, you're not wrong. Um, but I think it just relates a lot back to the story. Like it's it's it a does. main focal point of the story. It's the bar. It's the blues. You know what I mean? The mm -hmm. jazz. Um, this track is not a typical TSO track anyway um and definitely it's one that can be hidden on this album if you aren't too familiar with it um for me though i really liked that the 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 blues groove was dominant um with just the piano primarily that left hand bass that was going on just a fun little groove it isn't the typical big rock band feel that you normally get from this group so for me i just thought it was a really nice track um yeah just something a little bit different out of the ordinary um but yeah it also sets that that the tone of you know where they're at in that story so all right steve let's uh get into final thoughts here i'll start here um based on the story um of this album that i read earlier that is incredibly long and this album is also incredibly long and albums before and after this are incredibly long and i don't necessarily think that they need to be that way I think they could have easily cut down about a third of these songs and still got the point across from the story that I read earlier. This album as a whole isn't bad, but there are really only a handful of tracks that would make any sort of holiday playlist for me, which is kind of a, a staple for me during the holidays. It's like, will this, would this album, would some tracks make a playlist for me? Um, again, this group is a staple in the Christmas season. It's one of my favorite rock bands to see during the holiday season if I'm able to. I'll, you know, if I can't actually see them in person, I might throw up a YouTube video here and there, whatever. Um, I'm not mad that we brought it back again this year. I think it was mm -hmm. was was time to bring another one back. We probably won't do one again until episode 650 or whatever the Christmas it is. Attic or whatever the, the yeah, last one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, overall for me, it is above half, but not too much over that. I am giving this one a six and a half out of 10. Nice. Um, we're right kind of in the same wheelhouse, I think too. Um, so as I mentioned before, I did see TSO live one time. It was awesome. It was this, this album. Um, and, uh, it does give you a deeper respect for the artists and like the imagery and the mastery of what they do with instruments, because Holy crap, it's, it's yeah. so cool to see um, you, you just to see someone put that level of work into their craft and be able to knock this out and be like, it make it look so easy. Yeah. And you know, it's not cause I hell no. Um, right. as, as I listen to them more and more, I, I actually find myself preferring the instrumental tracks 
than the tracks with words. Now, I don't mind the female leads and the male. The female leads are okay. They're, they're better. But the male leads give me way too much of that 80s washed out rock star vibe for me really to take them seriously. Which makes sense, Which though. they are. This. Yeah, right. Um, uh, it just is what it is. So, mm -hmm. But I... And, and again, that's just not my cup of tea when it comes to, like, choice of music. I like music and be able to listen to the instrumentals are, like, I can respect those all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, I do say in a, you know, couple of years, we do the Christmas Attic, you know, 2027 or something. Holy crap. Right. 2030. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 2030. Yay. Sign me up. Um, But the same as you, man, it is so damn long. Mm -hmm. and even even though it's a whole car ride for me home from work which is a little over an hour and it was just like oh my god this is it's, it's still going yeah luckily we only talk about you know six tracks or so so we kind of don't have a whole lot to go for but i was right there with you man i was a six out of ten so okay perfect works out so i, I love it i do appreciate it now we are what this is episode seven out of twelve uh eight Eight. Eight so, to twelve. So then so this is Sunday. We are starting off. We are starting off a stretch today. If you guys listen today, this is actually five podcasts in eight days. Well, more than that because we had Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, no, 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 no. Like eight days from today. Oh, yeah. So today we have five podcasts with today's. So we have still yeah. four more, but five podcasts in eight days. Yeah. From Sunday to Christmas Day. Yep. Um, it's gonna be a you know, a nonstop barrage, kind of how the calendar fell out for us. Next year is a little bit different. Next year, we're actually going to start off with like four podcasts in the first week, and then we like taper off. So it's a little, be a little yeah. heavy the first week. Yeah. But we got to kind of do it with the calendar, how that kind of works out, trying to fit 12 podcasts in 25 days. Yeah. You generally go every other day. Um, yeah, generally, yeah. Kind of have to. For sure. How these things kind of work out. Um, But, you know, we, we love it. And we've got some fun coming up, man. There's, man, there's another... Week. I, I think the last five that we're going to end with, Sans one, um yeah. for me okay. were all gold. Okay, like of the next five, yeah, including today's. Yeah, I only disliked one of them. Okay, yeah, I and I know which one that is. So you hundred percent. I tried to listen to it again today, and it yeah, didn't. You, <laughs> you can't. You can't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I have you. thoughts on that one. Um, sure. but we're going to kick off the episode coming up on Tuesday is going to be just a lot of fun. Something that I think nobody saw coming. And then nobody mm -hmm. saw the sequel coming. Right. So we're, it's and a twofer. I, and I think they're going to do this again. <laughs> if they do. Honestly, it's going to be every I mean, year. I wouldn't be surprised. And I, we'll get into it on Tuesday. What We uh, will. I can't, I can't wait. Uh, it's a twofer and we're going to kind of see what goes on here. But come on back as we as we do some tush push and get going from here. But we will see you guys on Tuesday. Find our podcast anywhere out there. Check our link tree out. Check us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all those fun places to find us. Listen to this on Spotify. If you didn't listen to it on Spotify, go back, play it on Spotify, walk away from your computer, your headphones, and then just come back in like 10 minutes. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats.